0: Welcome to the podcast at For All Our Kids. You are listening to the revised tales of Vikram and Betal. Today's episode is the 10th story in this series. My friends, summer is upon us. The lockdown is being lifted in some places and extended in others. Remember, we still have a big role to play in keeping ourselves safe. Wear your mask and practice social distancing. Many of our listeners have said that staying in is tough on them. Yes, it is. At times like this, it's important to try and maintain a routine. So don't forget to do your daily chores at home. Take care of yourself. Engage in art activities, some physical play, and read. Self-care is essential to help your mind handle the stress of staying indoors all day. We will get through this. And now, to the story. Greed King Vikrama shielded his eyes from the leaves and dust flying about in the air. It was hard to tell if those eerie howls were just the hot wind or if there was something else, something otherworldly in the graveyard. But you don't get to be a great king known for your sense of adventure and quick thinking by walking back on your promises. So Vikrama trudged on, stepping over hard surfaces, be they branches, rocks, or even bones. When he got to the tree he did not need to look for the corpse vikrama had done this so many times his hands reached high enough to pry the corpse with the vampire out of the tree then taking long strides he turned to where his guards waited vikrama had taken but a few steps when the vampire cackled ha 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 ah What a king won't do to keep his word. Time after time, you come back to grab me, and I defeat you. And yet, you won't give up. I'm not convinced that you put all this effort for others. Look into your heart. Are you sure that you don't feel a little bit greedy? Are you sure that you are not doing this for yourself too? Hmm? Let me tell you a story. A story of four travelers searching for gold and the misfortune that befell them. The river Ragini was long. It began as a small stream up in the hills, joined many other streams along the way, and became a deep, wide river as it flowed through the fertile plains before it emptied into the sea. So it was both narrow and wide, depending on where you tried to cross it. Mahindran was a fisherman who lived near the banks of the river, where it was wide and deep. On the day this story began, he was just not able to get a good catch. Today is not my day. I have so few fish in my net that I'm not going to make much at the market. He sighed and steered his coracle back towards the riverbank. Then, a movement near some mossy rocks caught Mahindran's eye. A bright and shiny monkey was hopping from rock to rock. Mahindran reached out to catch it, but bumped the rocks instead. Before he could straighten up, The monkey slipped through the widened gap, hopped onto a tree and scarpered away. Mahendra rubbed his eyes. My eyes must be playing tricks on me. I could have sworn that it was a golden monkey. He looked wistfully at the rocks and stopped. There was something there, something golden and shiny. He stretched his arms and teased it out. It is gold. It has to be. This feels and looks like gold. Mahindran blinked many times. Then he tied his coracle to a tree trunk and walked, his mind racing with questions. Mahindran did not know how long he walked, for when he came to his senses, everything looked new. He was still on the river bank, though, but his other side was a field overgrown with weeds. An old man stood there watching him. Mahindran greeted the old man. I have come a long way. Do you live near here, sir? He asked. The old man nodded. Yes. Yes, I do. This is my field. You look like you are lost. Where do you want to go? Mahindran strode over to him. Have you ever heard anything about golden monkeys along this river? You see, I saw this giant golden monkey. I tried to grab it, but no luck, I'm afraid. It slipped away. And then he held out the pieces of gold. The old man drew his breath in at the sight of the shimmering pieces. Maybe there is some truth to the tales I've heard, he muttered. He looked up at Mahendran. You saw a golden monkey, you say? I have heard of golden monkeys before, but never met anyone who had actually seen one. Mahendran felt a bit foolish. But the man continued. Tell you what, I can't seem to find my treasure here. Why don't I go with you, and we can both look for the golden monkey? Treasure? Mahindran scratched his head. This was too much on top of the golden monkey. Mmm, yes. Ours was a very rich family, but you know how every family has an eccentric fool? In my family, it was my uncle. He was slightly crazy. Now. A lot crazy. He hid his money somewhere and no one knows how to find it. He died when I was young, and I've spent my life trying to find the treasure. All I have now is this field and it hasn't been tilled for ages. Mahindran was happy to have some company along the way, and so the two men set off up the river looking for the golden monkeys. A few hours later, A strange sight greeted them. A woman was standing in the river. The water splashed about her neck and she looked like she would totter over any minute. Mahindran jumped into the river and dragged her over to dry land. She kicked and tried to escape, but he was stronger. Together, the two men dragged her out of the water. Hey, hey, what are you doing? We'll help you solve whatever problem you have shouted Mahendran. The woman glared at the two men. You fools! I was not trying to drown myself. I was trying to get some magic powers. More magic? Mahendran couldn't believe his ears. But the old man seemed to think it was a most natural thing to go in search of magic. Yes, magic. I heard two wise men say that a person who can stand in this river for twelve hours without speaking to anyone, can make things turn into gold. I stood there for eleven hours, but because of you, you interfering fools, I have to start all over again. Her eyes were slits. Oh, madam, we are sorry. Sorry? The old man held up his hand. Please, please, listen to me. We're going upriver to find the place of the golden monkeys. See these? Mahindran, here, found these gold pieces when we tried to catch one. Why don't you go with us? You can also get a monkey or two. That'll give you plenty of gold. The woman picked up the pieces of gold. You... Got these from a monkey? Yes, Mahindra nodded. Hmm, do you think there will be enough for all of us? There's bound to be, the other two reassured her. With that, the three people set off on the path along the river. Why do you need gold? The old man asked. She replied, Well, I have a good reason. Do you think I would do something like this for no reason? My father worked in a mango grove. One day, robbers broke into a jeweler's and stole valuable diamonds. There were rumors that the robbers hid the treasure in the mango grove. So, some people dug up the mango grove and all the trees were destroyed. The owner of the grove wants my father to pay a fine for the loss of his trees. So yes, I need money to help my father clear his debt. There was silence for a while after this, and the three must have walked for about an hour when they heard pitiful bleating noises. A man was trying to push a goat into the river, but it looked like the goat had second thoughts. Oh, what is happening here? Why are you pushing the goat into the river? The old man ran to help the goat. Mind your own business, said the man crossly. Don't be silly. We can't watch you shove the animal into the water and keep walking. Why are you doing that again? Mahendran piped in. Ha! It is nice that people are so concerned for my animal, but no one is concerned for me. I lost my cattle after the heavy rains this year. Did anyone come to help me then? No. But I found out that if I sacrificed the goat to the river, I would get lots of gold. So now get out of my way, he yelled at the three seekers. What foolishness is this? Listen, man, you have one animal. If you push it into the river, You won't have even that. Don't gamble away what you do have. Here, why don't you come with us instead? Huh? We are on our way to find golden monkeys. See these pieces? Mahindran here, he's a fisherman. He found one of the golden monkeys, but it ran away. If you get a golden monkey, think of all the goats you can buy for yourself. Come. Come with us, the old man cajoled him. The man seemed much calmer now. Maybe having someone else point out that he was not only cruel, but also foolish, worked. He rubbed his goat affectionately. So when a little boy wandered onto the path, the man asked him to take the goat back to his house. The four travelers continued up the path deep in their own thoughts. A shout from the woman brought them back to the present. Oh, look, look, I see a golden monkey. The woman's voice rose in the silence. A couple of golden monkeys were chattering and eating fruits on the trees ahead. And now the four travelers had a spring in their step. They became chatty again as they shared their plans for the gold until they came to a bridge over a small stream. The river lay on the other side of the bridge. Something tells me that we ought to follow the stream and not the river, Mahindran said. Let's see where it takes us. The others agreed and hurried along. The stream widened at a curve, and across the stream was a grove with many fruit-bearing trees. I cannot describe the joy in the hearts of these four people, for in that grove were lots of golden monkeys. But that was not the only surprise there. In the middle of the grove was a tree so bright and so shiny. The leaves, the flowers, and the fruits on the tree were all golden. Without a moment's thought, all four crossed the stream and ran to the grove. Now, Mahindran, he tried to catch a golden monkey, but the other three ran straight to the tree in the middle of the grove. It is easier to pick a plant than to catch an agile, wily monkey after all. Try as he might, Mahindran couldn't catch any monkey, even though there were so many. Just when he thought he'd got one, It jumped onto a higher branch and went out of reach. Tired out after a while, he turned to look for his companions. Wait! What was that coming towards him? He turned back to look again. Something wasn't right. Three golden monkeys were on the ground. The look in their eyes made Mahindran squirm. He shot out of there like an arrow and crossed the stream. Fear drove him to run home without stopping to look behind him. The vampire waited for a brief moment before challenging King Vikrama. Mahindran was such a strange man. He walked all the way to catch the golden monkey. But he got frightened and ran away when the monkeys came towards him. What on earth happened to him? Where were his companions? Why didn't they join Mahendran on the way back? King, speak if you know the answer to these puzzles. If not, you can say goodbye to your head. But King Vikram had no trouble answering the vampire. Ever since Mahindran saw the golden monkey, he wanted to know more about it. So naturally, when they reached the grove, he wanted to catch at least one golden monkey. When he couldn't catch any, he turned to go back. Whereas the other three travelers came in search of gold, and they went straight to the magical tree in the middle of the grove. But whatever sorcery or magic created the golden tree changed these people into golden monkeys. Mahindran realized that the three monkeys chasing him were his fellow travelers. So he was right to be scared, and that's why he ran away. King Vikrama ended and sighed. He knew he had to return for the vampire again. That is the end of today's story. What do you think, my friends? Did you enjoy the story? write to us at podcast at forallourkids.com and let us know what you think. Do come back next week to listen to the next story in the Vikram and Betal series. Until then, goodbye.